In a history-making move, the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Liz Cheney looks to Democrats to help her win re-election. Plus, the Second Amendment is alive and well thanks to a recent ruling. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the historic ruling that came down from the Supreme Court this morning, because with this ruling, the abortion debate is sent back to where it belongs, the states. There is no constitutional right to an abortion. Legal scholars almost immediately ripped the Roe v. Wade ruling for its pathetic reasoning, and now it's gone. I had the opportunity to offer some comments on Newsmax this morning regarding what this moment means for our country. Uh, similar, very similar to that leaked draft opinion that we got at the start of May, Bobby. I don't know who was behind the leak. The court martial is still supposedly investigating it. Uh, but do you think the intent, the final version that we reached, was really the goal of the person who originally published it to all the people before SCOTUS made up their official decision? Yeah, it's hard to say, you know, the, the motivations behind the leaker. Maybe it was just to brace ourselves for this this day, this glorious day. And my heart just goes out, one, to all the lives that will be saved from this decision and all the people who have worked for nearly 50 years. Some of them who have passed away do not get to see this day. Do not get to see a day that I think Americans will look back as our version of the fight against slavery, to look back and see how could you take an innocent human life for the purposes of convenience. We're gonna look back with the horror that that was the practice as we look back in slavery. This is a monumental day. And as Jefferson pointed out in the Declaration of Independence, the first right he listed was the fundamental right to life. Now let the states decide it where they should. Doesn't belong in the Constitution. It is a historic day. Yeah, interesting you uh, um, put things in that perspective because we had, um, uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, that essentially at yes. one time in our nation w was allowing slavery, yet um, we had that overruled. The, the, yeah, so they didn't recognize years. just because something came before the starry decisis, uh, Bobby, we see now they're saying, no, this was badly uh, formed back in 1973, and we're going to do something about it finally. Yes, yeah, I mean, we went from 1896 to 1954 before that was overturned. This battle, 49 years, nearly 50 years of people out there saying this is not right. These children have a right to live, a fundamental right to life. It, it, it's just amazing. And for and again, this is following the Constitution. What If you're not enumerated a power, go to the 10th Amendment. It goes back to the states. That's all that's going on in Texas. We have a trigger bill, SB 9, that'll kick in in 30 days, protecting innocent human life. Let the states battle it out. You know, those people can decide it as it should be. But th this idea that it, it was decided and we can't ever change it, we would have had separate but equal. Let the left try and defend that. Now, of course, the liberal reaction is intense. And we'll get to more of that even later in the show when I talk about the Second Amendment. But as far as the Dobbs ruling from this morning, here is a perfect example of left-wing logic. It's Dems winning the popular vote in every presidential election since 1992. Biden, the most votes ever. They're in the majority now versus four justices 
appointed by presidents who didn't win the popular vote in a Senate filibuster enabled by senators who represent a minority of the population. You see, there is just a fundamental understanding that this country is governed by a constitution. We're not supposed to have a presidency and two other legislative branches. It doesn't matter what public opinion is. The basis of upholding or striking down a law is based on if that law follows or doesn't follow the Constitution, period. Now, what does this all mean? It means that there is no constitutional right for an abortion. This means that it's up to the states to handle it. During my time on Newsmax, they put up this graphic, which shows the states that are likely going to ban abortion in the near future or have bills or laws ready to go upon word from the Supreme Court ruling. So what happens next? Well, many communities are bracing for violence, mostly in left-wing cities that will likely never ban abortion. But hey, it's a reason to destroy and injure and loot, right? Isn't it interesting that for nearly 50 years, the March for Life in Washington, D.C. and other places gathered millions upon millions of people for actual peaceful protests. Now, we are bracing once again for the left's version. In any case, this is simply a wonderful historic day for the preservation of life and the upholding of the Constitution. All right, next let's talk about the Liz Cheney campaign. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, let's talk about Liz Cheney because as she gladly participates in the Democrat anti-Trump sideshow, which is the January 6th hearings that no one cares about, Cheney also has to run for re-election. While she has milked her Never Trump routine into endless appearances on CNN, MSNBC, PBS, she's also lost her leadership position in the House Republican Conference. She was censured by her own state's Republican Party, and she has a Republican primary opponent, Harriet Hageman, who is leading her by a staggering margin. Primary election day in Wyoming is August 16th, and things are so bad for Liz Cheney, she's hoping that the Democrats will save her. Here's the story. Representative Liz Cheney has sent direct mailers to Wyoming Democrats, requesting they change parties to be eligible to vote in the August Republican primary. The mailer has direct instructions on how Democrat Wyoming voters can change their party affiliation to cast a vote for Cheney, who is down 28 points to Trump-endorsed Harriet Hageman. The mailer also displays Cheney's campaign web address for Democrat voters to learn more specifics. Liz Cheney is down 28 points. 28 points. Another poll commissioned last month by Club for Growth showed Cheney trailing Hageman by 30 points. So you can see the desperation. Here's a picture of the mail piece, which includes instructions on how to change from Democrat to Republican in order to try and save Cheney. Even the state chairman of Wyoming Democrat Party, he received the mail piece. Here's more. Joseph Barbudo, the chairman of the Wyoming Democrat Party, was among the constituents who received Cheney's direct mail piece. Speaking with the New York Times, he said Cheney's plot of winning re-election by Democrat votes is likely to fail. Even if every Democrat in the state switched over, he stated, I don't think it'd be enough to help her. Wyoming has about four times more registered Republican voters than Democrats. According to the Wyoming Secretary of State's office, Republicans increased voter registration over Democrats by 1,689 between the months of January and June. 
Democrat and unaffiliated voter registrations sunk by 1,303. The situation doesn't look good for Cheney, and her actions to actually solicit Democrat voters is a direct contradiction of what she said back in February. Cheney told the New York Times that going after Democrats in order to save her skin is, quote, not something that I have contemplated, that I have organized, or that I will organize, end quote. Personally, I'll be glad to see Cheney go. Her never-Trump fever caused a complete and total shutdown of her ability to actually do her job for the House GOP. She was given opportunity after opportunity to get back on track, but she couldn't do it. And for those who say she's been a solid conservative over the years, that she's still good, just anti-Trump, her conservative rating from the American Conservative Union was a 71 last year, and she has a lifetime rating of 76. Kevin McCarthy, just as a comparison, had a 74 last year and a lifetime rating of 84. The people of Wyoming can certainly do better than someone whose lifetime rating is eight points lower than Kevin McCarthy. All right, next let's talk about the Supreme Court's ruling that was a massive victory for the Second Amendment after a word from our sponsor. Listen, the last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%. The U.S. dollar lost 46% of its value. Yet while the U.S. economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and silver skyrocketed over 2,400%. Bobby Everly here to ask you, can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to call Gold Co. at 855-700-6173. Because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, as one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more and free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity, so don't miss out. Call 855-700-6173. That's 855-700-6173. Okay, next let's talk about the Supreme Court because again, the justices came through in a big way, not just today, but also yesterday on Thursday with a ruling dealing with New York's unconstitutional restrictions on the ability to carry a firearm. Those on the left are in an absolute meltdown on the ruling, thinking this will lead to the Wild West and complete anarchy. You want to see anarchy and chaos? Just go to the inner city areas of major Democrat-run cities with their massive gun control laws. Are those areas safe? Are those communities any better? No, and they know it. So, before we get to the reaction, here's some background on the ruling. The Supreme Court Thursday ruled 6-3 that New York's regulations that made it difficult to obtain a license to carry a concealed handgun were unconstitutionally restrictive and that it should be easier to obtain such a license. All three of the court's liberal justices ruled against it. The existing standard required an applicant to show proper cause for seeking a license and allowed New York officials to exercise discretion in determining whether a person has shown a good enough reason for needing to carry a firearm, stating that one wished to protect themselves or their property was not enough. This is just great. Friends, our country is governed by a constitution. If you don't like it, change it. There are methods in place to do so. But you don't pretend it just changes to suit your needs. You don't just change it to fit an agenda. That's what the Democrats and those on the left do. They want the court to be just another Congress 
where people's feelings about an issue rule the day. The court decides whether laws follow the Constitution, period. And demanding that someone provide a good reason for wanting to carry a firearm goes against the Constitution. Now, it's just amazing that those on the left have no concept of how the Constitution works, and they are in a frenzy over this ruling. Here's just a sample. It's, uh, I think it's a bad decision. I think it's, and I think it's not reasoned accurately, but I'm disappointed. We are disappointed uh, by the Supreme Court's ruling today. Uh, the Second Amendment, as you've heard the president say, is not absolute. Interesting. So Joe Biden, who can't get a coherent sentence, says the Second Amendment is not absolute, whatever that means. We're supposed to just say, oh, wow, Joe Biden said it, so it must be true. Here's more. We just received some very disturbing news from Washington that the Supreme Court of the United States of America has stripped away the state of New York's right and responsibility to protect its citizens with a decision which we are still digesting, which is frightful in its scope. This decision has made every single one of us less safe from gun violence. The fact that the court um, is coming down with this decision feels tone death. And I, th I worry that it undermines the legitimacy uh, of the court. The New York governor really just summed it up perfectly. According to the left, people can't defend themselves or keep themselves safe. Oh, no. Only the government can do that. And then here's my personal favorite. Frankly, Katie, New York City will look a lot more like Alabama once this ruling goes into place, with guns widely available, with concealed carry. Oh, no, not Alabama. The MSNBC host thinks she just threw down some major insult. The question is, where would you feel safer, New York City or Alabama? Former MSNBC host Keith Oberman went on an epic Twitter rant following the ruling. He called for the Supreme Court to be dissolved and that the ruling forces guns upon New York and presumably other Democrat-run states. He added this as well. Also, F. Alito, Thomas, Roberts, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and the paralegal Coney Barrett. Class act. I wonder how many left-wing women's advocates will step up and denounce Oberman's sexist comments. But that's Keith Oberman and the rest of the Constitution is optional crowd. Okay, so we've had the left calling for violence following the Supreme Court striking down Roe v. Wade. We have Liz Cheney reaching out to Democrats, and we have Democrat officials upset that Americans can defend themselves. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. Okay, first let's start with Joe Biden. And as you know, he has had these little cheat cards for whenever he does anything in public. We've seen pictures of who he's supposed to call on at a press conference and in what order, but now, Biden's team is taking it to a new level. Yesterday, while at an event at the White House, photographers were able to capture his latest card. It's getting a bit more detailed. Check this out. You enter the Roosevelt Room, as if he might wander off. Then you take your seat. What I find so funny is that not just you, but your is in all caps. As if, yes, Biden needs to take his seat, but he might just take someone else's without a reminder. And then at the end, you know, when the event is done, it reads, you depart. Maybe that one isn't as obvious as I think. It's just so weird. And then we have some breaking headlines from the Babylon Bee. First, as a follow-up to Biden falling off his bike and his 
you take your seat cheat card, we have another incident. Biden seen shouting at gas station sign to lower its prices. And then, just to show you that rhino legislators exist all across the galaxy, Empire confiscates Luke Skywalker's lightsaber under new red flag law. What a mess. I don't know. Maybe you can just head down to an inner city gang and get an illegal lightsaber with the serial number filed off. Who knows? Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search out my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show is going to be Monday evening at the usual time. 6.30 p.m. Central. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.